So, hi everyone. This is Benjamin from Sports Tech X. Today, I have the pleasure to talk to Kevin from Ariel. Ariel is an augmented reality platform that also can be applied to sports. And I'm super curious to find out more about that. But first of all, I want to welcome Kevin. Hi, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Cool. Uh, pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, like I said before, you were the first company that I'm interviewing from Stadia Ventures. So hopefully get some information about them as well in between. Um, we always kick off the podcast with the question about the person that I'm interviewing. Uh, so maybe you can give us a little overview of what you've done in the past, uh, who you are and what you're actually doing now. Yes. Uh, so my name is Kevin Hart. I'm the founder and CEO of Ariel Now. Uh, growing up, I've always been an entrepreneur in some capacity, starting in fifth grade. Uh, having my own company to try raising money for space camp and then growing up and having a deep interest in design. Uh, my education goes into business psychology and neuroscience. Um, so I, having the background in design and that level of expertise, I took it into the user experience design field where I was previously uh, the national user experience lead for a large IT consulting company prior to founding Ariel. Cool. That's a diverse background and a good combination. And I'm sure it helps you uh, in, in what you're doing right now. Uh, so let's uh, switch to your company, Ariel. Uh, like I said, part of the Stadia Ventures Accelerator. Um, so I'm wondering, uh, which problem is it that you're actually solving? So Ariel is a geospatial augmented reality platform where we created and patented the ability to place 2D, 3D video and interactive content anywhere in the world instantly. So people can walk up around and interact with content as if it's actually part of their real world environment. They can interact with that content through the mobile device. What we feel like we're solving in sports is two major problems. One being that everybody uses their phone as a distraction from the actual game or experience that's in front of them, as opposed to using their device as an enabler for new experiences for that live event. So we feel like with that mentality, we can have a real behavior change in the way that people are using their devices to accentuate the experience. And then we also feel like we have the ability to bring broadcast experience back to live events. As you know, with live events, a lot of people are starting to stay at home because they feel like they have a better experience sitting in front of their TV. Well, what we're able to do is bring a lot of the same graphics that you see like the first down marker on a football field or even with racing how they have the information above the cars moving around with the the driver the speed and even what place they're in we can actually bring that to live events and make it all visible through a mobile device yeah that's very cool and i can relate to that uh very well uh it's so comfortable to sitting at home watching a game having all those extra graphics extra information of course i cannot really compete with the with the emotions at an event uh but i can imagine that if you are in a, at a live event plus having your solution that's uh, for sure even a, a better experience and it uh totally plays into the current trend of fan engagement fan experience uh so yeah that's that's pretty cool Uh, on the other hand, I can imagine that uh, this is something that is not uh, super easy to actually solve. Uh, so I wonder, how do you solve it? And what do you think makes your solution so special? It goes back to the location-based component of our augmented reality solution. So you have other AR solutions out there like AR Kit by Apple or AR Core by Google that uses 100% computer vision. So you have to scan an environment. You have to detect key features and then place content based off of that. It really limits the experience. You can't have cross-platform experiences on both iOS and Android because there's so many technological and experiential discrepancies between the two technologies. You can't have a consistent experience. So with Aerial, we are platform agnostic. 
You can have the exact same experience on both iOS and Android. As a matter of fact, Benjamin, you could be on an Android device. I could be on an iOS device. We could be looking at the same content at the same location from two different perspectives as if it's actually there. So that's one of the main things that makes us unique. We also have what's called environmental effects. And so we know where content's placed. We know the time of day. Therefore, we know the position of the sun so we can cast real-time shadows. We also pull in hyperlocal weather data down to a two-block radius so that if you were to anchor, say, an augmented flag outside and there was a 10-mile-an-hour wind to the east, that flag will really blow with 10-miles-an-hour wind to the east applied to it, once again giving off the perception that it truly does coexist with reality. Then something else that's interesting about our technology is, unlike Apple or Google where you have to scan an environment in order to place content, being as we are placing content of coordinates, we created a method that gives us nearly millimeter level accuracy both indoor and outdoor without any additional hardware and is backward compatible on devices up to now almost four years old. This gives us a new way for people to interact with that content and make it seem as real as possible without ever having to scan that environment. And it allows it to work at night as well. Cool. That sounds super convincing. And uh, I think everyone who's listening can uh, totally understand that this comes with a lot of advantages. Uh, I can imagine that this is especially from a technical perspective, uh, kind of challenging. So what would you say uh, are the most challenging parts of this process? Um, so from the technological standpoint, it's getting the high level of accuracy that we're able to achieve on devices. It's um, something that we've had in development for many years. Um, and we've just now perfected it and we're happy to be bringing it to market. From um, a behavior standpoint and getting people to understand, we have an educational challenge on people understanding the value proposition of augmented reality and the way that it can solve problems. Because if you look back over the past, I would say even six to eight years, augmented reality in the past had this neg negative stigma of being a novelty. And this was because that you, you were only able to do image recognition or scan a QR code, and then you had a little 3D model placed on top of that. Well, if you're doing that, your experience is limited to the dimensions you could rec your camera could recognize. So your experience was never much more than what the negative stigma was, which was a novelty. Um, so with having it be location-based and us being able to accurately place it at any coordinates anywhere in the world, we remove those limitations and really open up the world um, so anybody can do whatever they would like with augmented reality. Yeah, I think both um, removing the limitations and on the other hand, uh, creating some extra value for the users is, is key to that. Um, and, and like I said before, it sounds like a very, very convincing solutions. And uh, what I always like, like to ask as well is that how, how do you actually make money with this? So what's your underlying business model? Right. So we are a full turnkey solution for all of our clients in sports, entertainment, and many other verticals. And what I mean by that is we license our core technology to either integrate into an existing app as a white label solution, or we can create it as its own standalone application. Then on top of that, uh, with that license, you also get our metric system that we measure over 70 different metrics in real time related to human behavior, engagement, and geointelligence. And what that means is that people, we measure how they interact with content, where they interact with it at, how long they do it for, how many pictures or videos are taken, how many are shared. We know down to even what speed they're moving at. Are they walking, jogging, a passenger in the car? That way, um, a brand 
as a content provider can contextually update an experience for their target audience. In addition to the license, we also create the custom experiences. So with the brands we work with, we go through an ideation session where we sit down, we understand what behaviors they want to create in their users through using augmented reality, and then we reverse engineer experiences that will help deliver those behaviors and then allow the client to pick out which ones they want developed in an a la carte style. Then we bundle it together with the license and then deliver the final product. Very cool. And um, I mean, everybody talk is talking about uh, fan data and fan behavior these days. Uh, seems like you found uh, a very cool approach to that. And that sound, sounds very impressive. So my next question relates to that. Um, do you already have some, some metrics or success stories that you can share? Yes. And so we've done a lot of work with uh, Dallas Mavericks, college football playoff, Arsenal, um, Nike. We did some work with the Maximum Super Bowl Party, and even um, the Shark Week for Discovery Channel, among many others. Um, a lot of things we've done, especially with the Mavericks, pertain to um, like scavenger hunts where they can engage with the fans even outside of the venue. And now we are, um, we recently just signed a deal with the PGA to create a utility for them that will help with their shot link technology. And then also um, we have some other interesting things coming out in the racing world which will leverage that example I mentioned previously about how you could track uh, the vehicles as they move around the track and see the information as well as wayfinding solutions around the racetrack. So you know exactly where you're going once you type in your destination. Very impressive uh, number of important clients already. Congratulations to that. And it's super funny uh, because in my last podcast episode, um, I uh, spoke to uh, Mark from the Sports Analytics Conference uh, about their event in Dallas. And he was mentioning the Dallas Mavericks as well. And uh, I, as a German, always have to think about Dirk Nowitzki. So uh, did you have the chance to, to work with him uh, or did you show him his, his solution? Yes, we, uh, we 3D scanned him as well as many other of the other members of the team using another company called Capture Dimensions that use uh, does 3D photogrammetry to scan uh, humans. And they mostly do it for Hollywood movies for body doubles. But instead, we <laughs> team in so that we can place them around in augmented reality so fans can walk up, interact with them and take pictures with them and share them on social media. And it looks like they're really there. Super cool. I'm, I'm sure he enjoyed that. <laughs> All right. Um, one more question regarding your journey. I'm wondering not only what's hap what happened in the past, but also what's happening in the future. So what can we expect from you in the next couple of months? Uh, as I mentioned before, a couple of times you're in the accelerator program uh, of Stadia Ventures. Um, what else is happening? Yeah. So we are growing as a company. We're going to be uh, raising our seed round. Um, so if anybody's interested in details on that, they can email us if you're providing our contact information. Uh, but what's most importantly is we're going to be releasing our content management system. And that will allow both developers and non-developers the ability to create, deploy, and manage their own geospatial AR experience without ever writing a line of code. So this really opens up the world of possibilities for augmented reality. To date, a lot of people have to know a game developer or some sort of engineer to create and deploy these experiences. But now we'll be opening it up so a teacher can create an experience for part of their curriculum or a social media intern at a sports team can create and manage the experience. It'll really up, open up the world of augmented reality and remove the limitations with the industry as well. 
Super cool. Feels like we've learned a lot about uh, your product, your project already. Is there anything that we did not cover yet? No, I think we did a really good job uh, covering the basics of the company. And there's always more that we can dive deeper into from the technology, the IP, even use cases. But the best thing to do is just stay in contact with everybody and uh, start talking about what ideas we can bring to the market as soon as possible. Very cool. And I will put uh, your website uh, in the show notes so that everybody can can check out what you're doing. Fantastic. Cool. Appreciate it. And please awesome. find me on LinkedIn. That's one of the best ways to get in contact with me. And excited to talk to anybody who's interested. Absolutely. One very last question. It's not necessarily about your company, uh, but more about how you work. Uh, do you have some sort of productivity hack that has been working well for you? Um, I would say for the past five years, I live and die by Evernote. Every single night, I create my to-do list for the next day. It includes what has to be done the next day, what has to be done that week, and what has to be done that month. And uh, granted, as we all know, as entrepreneurs, throughout the day, tasks pop up. I add them to the list and I check it off. That way, over the past five years, I can nearly tell you what I was able to do and accomplish every single day. Um, and I even put in some tasks for the team there. Um, so it's a great resource to have where you can access your notes on your computer or on your phone, whatever it might be. Um, but it's good to get those thoughts out of your head so you don't have that bogging up your memory space. And um, you can think about other things that help grow your business. Yeah, very cool. I'm I'm an Evernote user and, and fan as well. So yeah, make, makes sense for me a lot. Um, all right, Kevin, uh, that's it already for today. Thanks very much for being on the podcast. And uh, I will follow closely what you guys are doing. And I wish you all the best for the future. Great. Thank you for the opportunity. I look forward to staying in touch. Cool. Take care. Bye. Take care.